It's halftime in Deckerville, Michigan, and the Deckerville Eagles lead by 20 points, 34 to 14 over the Sacred Heart Irish. After two quarters of play, a kick return for a score, a defensive touchdown, two scores on top of that, and they lead by 20 points. Right now, the WLW Sports Network have all the details upcoming in just two minutes. Right here on your Sports Radio 1021, your home for high school football. lively environment and atmosphere out in the stands at the Deckerville Field tonight. And for good reason. Their hometown Deckerville Eagles lead the Sacred Heart Irish, a very talented offensive team, 34-14 to at halftime. And Dave Hansen, why don't you tell us how we got to the scoring at half. Anticipated a higher scoring game, but our first score of the game comes middle of the first quarter on defense as the Deckerville Eagles' Peter Lapp Picks off a pass on the one-yard line and able to tumble into the end zone. A one-yard defensive touchdown. Two-point conversion run is good. 8-0 Deckerville. But Mount Pleasant responds quickly with Ruvel's shovel pass to Groose for 37 yards. The two-point conversion is good. All tied up at 8. But the ensuing kickoff, Willie Brown takes 79 yards for pay dirt. Deckerville would take the lead and end the first quarter with a 16-8 lead. More for Deckerville as Bowerman scores early in the second quarter on a five-yard touchdown run. Two-point pass fails, but Deckerville would take the lead 22-8. to Bruce would respond with his own with a shovel pass again the other way, 28 yards. Deckerville still leads, though, 22-14 with eight minutes to go. All Deckerville from this point on. Brown punches in a one-yard touchdown run, 28-14 Deckerville. And just before the half, a long touchdown by Mount Pleasant on fourth and four is called back due to penalty. They turn it over on downs, and Ethan Bowerman hits him with a big run, gets him down to the 11, burn out their last timeout with 11 seconds to go. Bowerman it catches a touchdown from Cameron Stone from 11 yards away. Two-point conversion, no good, and at halftime, Deckerville would explode late for a 34-14 lead. Deckerville, all-purpose together, has 312 yards on 35 plays. Sacred Heart with 27 plays, 8 less, and about 60 yards less at 252 yards all-purpose. Mount Pleasant does have those two turnovers, which was really the difference to begin this game. Deckerville's offense starting to come alive since then, though. Sacred Heart on offense, 23 plays for 202 yards, 16 carries, 124 yards. No touchdowns to show for, just one fumble. They're averaging 7.8 yards per carry. Uh, through the air, five completions on seven attempts for 78 yards. Two scores, but one interception. That puts Ruggles with one interception in both games to start the season so far. He had two total interceptions last year. Ruggles for 78 yards on 5 of 7 passing for 71%. Receiving the ball, Brady Gruss, three receptions for 72 yards and two scores. Aiden Halliday, two receptions for six yards. Now you'll notice Brady Gruss 
two touchdowns through the air. That's because those are shovel passes. They look like carries. They look like pitches, but they are technically a forward pass, which goes in the books as a receiving touchdown. For the Deckerville offense, 32 plays for 182 yards and three scores. 27 carries, 168 yards and two touchdowns, averaging 6.2 per carry. Through the air, they're 3 of 5 for 14 yards and one score. Cameron Stone, 1 for 1 for 11 yards and the touchdown throw into the hands of Willie, excuse me, into the hands of Ethan Bowerman. But on the ground, Ethan Bowerman also leads the rushing attack with 14 carries, 115 yards and a score. He's averaging 8 yards per carry. Willie Brown, 11 carries, 48 yards and a score, averaging 4.5 per carry. Gage Mills and Cameron Stone, each with one carry for three and two yards. Passing the ball, Cameron Stone one for one, Ethan Bowerman two for four for three yards. Receiving the ball, Ethan Bowerman one reception for 11 yards, Connor Palmer two receptions for three yards. On the defensive side of things, Deckerville has two tackles for a loss. Mount Sacred Heart has two tackles for a loss as well. 26 tackles for the Irish, 22 tackles for the Deckerville Eagles, but on top of that, one interception and one fumble recovery. You just nailed the point of it here. I mean, you look at the offense, Deckerville's run 32 plays for 182 yards. They're averaging over five and a half yards a play. On the other side, Mount Pleasant's got 23 plays for 200 yards, averaging 8.8 per play. So on offense, Mount Pleasant has moved the ball on an equal level, just in a different way. But you allow a special teams touchdown. Your quarterback throws a bad interception in his own end zone to give the other team a free six points. And then you score two touchdowns on big plays and they're called back due to penalty. Both big plays, a hold was called on both of those attempts, and that's completely changed the game. You're looking at a a twenty, a full 20-point lead compared to what should or could be a one-score game. So Deckerville has weathered the storm. They did get a nice break on those holding calls, but they have not turned the ball over. They have not made penalties. They have fundamentally won this game so far where Mount Pleasant has shot themselves in the foot three and four times, and you cannot do that against a lot of teams, but you definitely can't do that here in Deckerville. Ethan Bowerman is leading the receiving category, the rushing category. He's actually not leading the passing category. Cameron Stone has that on yards, but based on completions, he does. He's also leading the defensive side with seven tackles and one fumble recovery. Tyler Knowles close behind with six tackles. Jack Lapp, four tackles, including one tackle for a loss. And Brady Sharbowski, two tackles and one tackle for a loss. For Sacred Heart, they're led by Gabe Ruggles with six tackles, one tip pass. Aiden Halliday, six tackles and one tackle for a loss inside of that. C.J. McMahon, six tackles. And Dan Kristreffa, three tackles, one of those being for a loss. Uh, it's been a pretty equal game. It's, it certainly felt like Deckerville at the end really heated up. And you can see that that offseason rust is is coming off. And Deckerville is really starting to play the game on all three facets. But... This Mount Pleasant team can be dangerous, but I think they've shot themselves in the foot too many times in the first half. They're too far down now. Three full scores to come back on Deckerville, and Deckerville's just too far of a hole you dug yourselves in. But this offense is certainly potent and capable, so Deckerville's really got to come out strong. And I think with Mount Pleasant getting the ball first, if Deckerville can shut down that first drive, this game's pretty much over. I agree. Other area scores in eight-player football. One other close game, Genesee leading Kingston in Genesee, 24-12 at halftime. Morris blowing out Mayville, 50-0 in the second quarter. North Huron leading Bay City All Saints at halftime, 36-0 in eight-player football. In the Greyertham Conference, 11-player football. Harbor Beach travels down to KPAC, 42-8 at half. 
the Pirates leading KPAC. KPAC's only score coming in on a kick return on special teams. Sandusky trails Marlette. Marlette 0-1 on the season, trying to find that first victory. They held tight with Reese last week. This time they have a 17-point lead over Sandusky in Marlette, 23-6. Marlette over Sandusky after two quarters. In the greater than West, Bad Axe blanking Cass City. In the third quarter now, it's 35-0. Bad Axe over Cass City. A running clock situation, and for the first time in quite some time, it's a running clock against Bad Axe, not on Bad Axe. USA in Cairo. USA in the second quarter leading the Tigers 44-6 in Cairo. And Reese in Vassar at halftime. Reese in Vassar leading 41-0 at the half. This game in front of us, though, Deckerville 34, Sacred Heart 14 after 24 minutes of play. Time possession in favor of the Eagles. When all said and done, 13 minutes and 55 seconds for the Deckerville Eagles, 10 minutes and 5 seconds for Sacred Heart. Mind you, two of Deckerville's touchdowns took a total. Let's see here. Let me find it. on the. In, it took a total of 12 seconds off the clock between the interception for a touchdown and then it took 12 seconds for Willie Brown to run 79 yards. I said those are the game. There's four game-changing plays, two holds that took touchdowns off the board mm-hmm. for Mount Pleasant, and a kick return touchdown, special teams, and then a pick six in your own end zone. So the defense put up a touchdown, the special teams have scored, and two flags have taken points off the board for Mount Pleasant. That also means that Deckerville is winning this game by 20 points. And and that's what good teams do. They weather the storm. They continue to battle. And now this team's in the driver's seat. Like we said, when they kick off, if Mount Pleasant doesn't score here, I, I think this game is done for them because even after they score, they got to find a way to kick off, and they haven't been able to even do that, knowing that <laughs> Willie Brown and Ethan Bowerman are back there ready to make it hurt coming the other way. It was 16-8 to at the end of the first quarter, 34-14 to in the second quarter. And now... Sacred Heart did win the toss to begin this game. They elected to defer to the second half, so Deckerville's Ethan Bowerman kicking off into the hands of Sacred Heart, brought in by Brady Groose. He gets across the 25 and upended at the 28-yard line by Peter Lapp, linebacker on defense, also on special teams, 5'9", 155-pound junior. First and 10 for the Sacred Heart Irish at their own 29-yard line. That's amazing, and Deckerville's going to beat some teams. They're going to compete with some good teams. Looking at special teams, this special teams unit is, is really good and they are taking advantage of a Mount Pleasant team that is quite talented but you can see Bowerman just kicking it down all the way to the 10 yard line every time and they cover him out in open space down at the 25 yard line that, that is winning the position field of position battle and now this Mount Pleasant team's got to go the full length of the field on Deckerville. Ruggles back to pass has pressure in front of him and it's brought in at the 40 yard line that would be brought in by Jason Bogue he's at cross midfield and brought down at the Deckerville 49-yard line as Willie Brown forced him down with aggression at the 49-yard line. Move the chains on first and 10 from the 29 into Deckerville territory. That's Gabe Ruggles' eighth attempt, and I think that's the first attempt that's gone past the line of scrimmage. So a team that we thought was high-powered, they had a lot of passing numbers. A lot of it comes with screens, shovel passes, things that happen behind the line of scrimmage. It's the first time we've seen him throw it downfield. And between the hash marks, right into the teeth, the strength of that Deckerville defense, he finds an open receiver. And that's Jason Boog there in the middle middle of the field. Wide open. A great throw on the run. Makes a nice catch. And it's a pretty good gain on first down as they cross into Eagle territory. That's the fifth first down of the evening for the Irish. 
Now into Deckerville territory by a yard. Shovel pass this time around the right edge. And nearly gets out of one tackle at the at midfield and pushes forward out to the 46-yard line. That would be Brady Cruz brought down by Tyler Knoll on the defensive line. That could have been a no gain, but it could have been a lot more. There was a lot more in that first half, but this time just for three and a half yards. Cruz worked hard to get that gain, but Connor Palmer's one that disrupts this play. 46 from Deckerville on the end. He, he gets a hand on that jersey, slows down the play, takes Groose away from a little momentum. Yes, Groose gets away. He does get to the sideline and gets three or four yards, but that could have been a big play if Connor Palmer doesn't slow it down. Second and seven from the Deckerville, 46. It's a handoff to number 13, Aiden Halliday. Tries to push his way and has the first down and leans forward across the 40 down to the 39. 38-yard line tackle made by number 20, Brady Sharbowski, the linebacker and secondary, depending on the play. Move the chains yet again. Second time this drive, sixth time this evening for the Irish. Gabe Ruggles, a, a three-year starting quarterback for this team. I would be shocked if they don't let him throw it down the field a little bit. I mean, after three years of starting quarterback, I got to believe with this eight-player game, he has the ability to throw it downfield. I know he lost his number one receiver, but that's kind of what I'm looking from the Mount Pleasant side of things, if they can attack downfield. And he's got pressure in front of him. He has to throw this one away as Ruggles was brought down in the backfield as he had maroon jerseys all over him. He let it go and get very close to the line of scrimmage, so it results in no penalties, second down and 10 from the 39 of Deckerville. Well, and Ethan Bowerman goes unblocked on the blind side yet again, and he gets a free shot at Ruggles, the quarterback, and... He throws it away. I think they give him the benefit of the doubt there because I was looking around for a receiver. I couldn't find one. I thought intentional grounding could have been called there, but there's no call. Incomplete pass, but great pressure by that defensive line at Deckerville. Ruggles keeps it for himself this time to the near sideline, trying to find the seaman. He's going to be brought down, but he reeks out of that one, trying to reverse fields. He has Brock, white jersey in front of him, still in the backfield, and trying find fights forward for about two yards. He ran laterally for about here to Argyle, and he got four for two yards. Third down and eight. Oh, that, that play, he probably ran 30 yards to get a positive gain of two. But Ethan Bowerman had him in the backfield, and he kind of spun him around, and Ruggles was able to keep his balance. And when he reversed field, all of a sudden, you can see some green grass. He found his way all the way back to the right hash mark, where he's able to fall ahead and get two very hard-earned yards. You won't see him harder-earned than that. So, third and eight from the Deckerville 37-yard line. Receiver wide out to the left, Joe McDonald. Ruggles in the shotgun, and it's a pitch to the left side to Brady Groose. Brady Groose trying to find a seam, and Deckerville's there to stop him well short after a gain of just a yard to the 36-yard line. Tackle made by Peter Lapp, linebacker for the Eagles. Fourth down and seven now from the Deckerville 36-yard line. They need to get down to the... Deckerville 29. And it's go time for Mount Pleasant. They, they absolutely have to go for it, in my opinion. But this this Deckerville defense swarming to the football all of a sudden. It, it looked like there was an opening for Groose to get some yards. No such luck. That Deckerville defense, three, four defenders on top of him before he knows it. A one-yard gain. And now fourth down and seven. I don't see how Mount Pleasant is going to be able to run the ball into this defense. i got to think Ruggles is going to have to make a decision throwing it down the field. Halliday in motion, gets the handoff. He has the first down, and he is gone wow. into the end zone. Touchdown, Sigurd Hart on a fourth and seven. They convert on fourth down into the end zone. Touchdown, Irish from 37 yards out in for the score, and the Irish strike first on their first drive of the second half, and looks like we have a downed white jersey at the 22-yard line. So tack on six points, 
34 to 20. Sacred Heart now trails just by 14 points with a two-point conversion upcoming still as we have an injury timeout here. Very well, just looks like a cramp. It's still, despite the cooler temperatures compared to last week, it still is fairly warm. It's a cool fall night, though, tonight. But more than likely, not enough liquids in the system, and that's going to result in a cramp for number 23 for Sacred Heart, Joe McDonald. So it's a touchdown in the books for Sacred Heart from Aiden Halliday from 37 yards out for the score. 34 to 20. Halliday's had some nice runs, some ones you could tell he almost has broke free, but I, I'm very surprised on the play call, fourth and seven. I'm even more surprised that that run play right up the middle got through the cracks on this Deckerville defense, and All Pleasant does its job to start the second half. They needed to score on this drive to stay alive in this game. Two-point conversion on the way now as, as uh, McDonald walks off the field on his own power, and they, they huddle up to try to decide what they're going to do to get that two. 8.26 left in the third quarter. Drive took three minutes and 34 seconds off the clock, covered 71 yards and eight plays. Kept off with that Halliday 37-yard run. Going for two, trying to make this a 12-point ball game. Receiver wide out to the right, Aiden Halliday. Ruggles, man in motion, Groose. Back to pass, wide open in the end zone. It's underthrown, though. Pass was intended for C.J. McMahon, I do believe that was. And it falls incomplete. Score remains a 14-point differential, 34-20. Deckerville on top by two touchdowns, 8.26 left in the third quarter on the WLW Sports Network. Eight twenty-six remains in the third quarter. Sacred Heart strikes first on their first offensive drive in the second half. 34 to 20. Deckerville leads by 14 points. As Aiden Halliday, who just partook in that 37-yard run, he's ready to kick things off for the Irish. And trying to keep it out of the hands of Willie Brown. And this one goes out of bounds this side of the 30-yard line. And so Deckerville will more than likely make this one a re-kick. Five yards back from the 40, back to the 35-yard line. I've just I've never seen a game where a team can't figure out how to kick the ball off to the opposing team. They're, they fear those two kick returners so badly. They're kicking it out of bounds every time. I just I guess I just don't understand. I just don't kick. Just squib kick it out there straight ahead. Kick it about 20 yards and call it good. Iver Beach leads K-Pack 54 to 8 at the end of the third quarter now. 8:26 left in the third here in this one. Deckerville leading by 14. Sacred Heart strikes first in the second half. That actually leads Cass City 42 to nothing at the end Ooh. of the, at the end of the third quarter. Who said the single wing was slow? It's deceptive this year. They have a, yes. a lot of playmakers, and uh, those guys up front block. They don't get enough credit for what they were doing. To, they did to Harbor Beach and what they're clearly doing to Cass City as well. I will say, how Bannex is running the single wing this year is the closest to Menominee ever ran it that I've seen in the past 10, 11 years. Uh, it's, it starts with having two or three weapons that you've got to be aware of, but uh, they are disciplined. They are running the ball very well, and they have a passing attack, too, when needed. So 
Sacred Heart's going to try and kick this one again right down the middle of the field. It's brought in by Ethan Bowerman at the 30-yard line. He's across midfield already and ripped out of bounds at the 48-yard line, brought in, brought down by Aiden Halliday. And it'll be Deckerville starting on the short side of the field, plus side of the field at the Sacred Heart 47-yard line. And why not do that on the first kickoff? Might you as well. Give him an extra five yards with the penalty every time. Deckerville's had the ball for 13 minutes and 55 seconds. Sacred Heart now 13 minutes and 39 seconds. Sacred Heart six first downs. Deckerville nine first downs. Starting on the plus side of the field at the 48-yard line. They mark the ball now. 8.20 left in the third quarter. I formation. Cameron Stone under center. Hands it off to Willie Brown. Breaks free of one tackle. And it takes him two white jerseys to bring him down across the th 45. Down to the 44-yard line. That's going to be a gain of four. Tackle made by number three, Gabe Ruggles, out of the secondary. Gain of four, according to the spot. Second down and six. Willie Brown limping just a little bit. I don't think anything major, but he's going to check out here. But... Another great run. Again, getting hit at the line of scrimmage does not stop these running backs. They just power through, leaving defenders laying on the ground. and Just a great four, almost five-yard run on first down for Deckerville. Second and six, working off the right hash. Left to right across your radio are the maroon jerseys of the Deckerville Eagles. Gold numbers, white outline, maroon helmets, maroon face masks, flying D on the right side. Cameron Stone calling the plays. Eye formation. Pitch out to Ethan Bowerman, has positive yards, and he lunges forward out to the 41-yard line. We'll see where they mark him down. Tackle made by C.J. McMahon, defensive end, as he lunged that one out there. And a result in about two yards, maybe three, third down and four upcoming. And if Willie Brown's going to sit out for a while, I, I got to believe that means Cameron Stone's going to run the offense for the near future so that Ethan Bowerman can be the lead back. But that doesn't slow this offense down at all. Third down, four to go. They get down to the Sacred Heart 38-yard line. They're at the 42-yard line. Back to pass. Cameron Stone has a man open. That is brought in by Knoll. Number 17, Tyler Knoll, the fullback, but he got tripped up. Didn't realize that he was so close to the line, the out-of-bounds line on the sideline. Gets out to the 40-yard line, short of the first down marker by two yards. Fourth down, two yards to go for the Deckerville Eagles at the Sacred Heart 40. Stone wanted to play down the field, and it was covered well enough where then he checks it down to his his fullback, Noel. But because we're on the short side of the field, they dump it off to him. It's too late. He's already he catches the ball by the sideline, and they don't get much for a gain on that play. Willie Brown checks back into the ball game. And Cameron Stone still at quarterback. And now we have timeouts called by Bill Brown with 6.49 left in the third quarter. Dave Hansen, what is Daggerville setting up here? Of course, it's a critical fourth and two. They lead by two touchdowns, 34 to 20. Sacred Hearts already scored in the second half. Deckerville trying to make a statement here, just making sure everyone's on the same page. Absolutely. That touchdown doesn't bother Deckerville, even in the slightest. They're still up two scores. But they check in Brown here. They give an extra 30 seconds to kind of get his feet back under him. They're going to check him into the game because now there's multiple threats at running back. Normally, the eye formation is pretty standard. The lead guy is going to block and create for the back behind him, and that back either follows him through the hole or bounces off of him and kicks it outside. With Willie Brown in there, there's no one thinking. That they might just hand it off to him directly and quickly and let him dive ahead and get the two yards needed. So I firmly believe Bowerman will be the, the lone back with Willie Brown as that fullback in front of him. 
making it hard for Mount Pleasant to decipher which back is going to get the ball. Or are we going to see the under center two-yard quarterback keep that Bill Brown loves to call? Uh, he does love to do that, but he tends to do that in like on second and third down randomly. <laughs> I, just, I, I don't see it Throwing happening. Throwing them off. Throwing them off. But, but uh, that would be a great call on your part if, that, if that's what Coach Brown decides to do. Well, they're going to send two wide to the right. That would be Cameron Stone and Willie Brown. Ethan Bowerman at quarterback in the shotgun. He's going to keep it for himself, tries to find some room, and Sacred Heart is going to stop him in the backfield. Bowerman's still fighting, and they're going to bring him down for a three-yard loss. Leading the way with C.J. McMahon, defensive end for the Irish, and a turnover on downs. Deckerville with a four and out gives the ball back to the Irish. Interesting play call. A team that doesn't throw the ball very much. You spread people out trying to get that defense to think you're going to throw it. Not many people in this house believe that all the white jerseys didn't, and there was nobody in front of Bowerman to pick up a blocker or a blitzing linebacker, and they stopped him for no gain. It was a good stop by Mount Pleasant. Deckerville comes up short on fourth down, and now a two-score game, but Mount Pleasant has the football, can get back in this game. They got that defensive stop that they've been craving all night long. From their own 43-yard line, receiver wide out to the right. Handoff to Aiden Halliday, breaking through that line, dragging two maroon jerseys with him all the way to the first down marker for a 10-yard gain. Jack Lapp got the free tra transit across the midfield <laughs> down to the 47-yard line. First and 10, move the chains. Aiden Halliday running with a purpose right now, putting a head down, dragging maroon defenders. 10 yards on first down in Eagle territory already. Deckerville just a minute 44 on offense there in that first series of the second half, resulting in turnover and downs. And Sacred Heart now into Deckerville territory. That would be their seventh first down this evening. Receiver wide to the right, that'd be Joe McDonald, man in motion, Groose. Now to the right of Ruggles, and now we have Whistles, and this is going to be a flag, and this could be an illegal shift against and offsides against, so they did jump. Deckerville did jump on defense there across the line into the neutral zone. Mark off five yards, now first and five. 46, uh, Connor Palmer's your guilty party there on the end. No one there to cover him up. But yeah, that normally when they put those guys in motion, they snap the ball. They've done it all night long. It's the first time they didn't, and uh, that works like a hard count. Deckerville jumps offsides, a free five yards, now first and five for Mount Pleasant. Ruggles back to pass, rolling to his right, throwing downfield, has one man to beat, and he into the, and brought in brought in by number 23, Joe McDonald, at the 20-yard line for the reception from the 47 down to the 20, a 27-yard pickup. Ruggles to McDonald, and it looks like another cramp there for McDonald. And this is going to be a first and 10 inside the red zone, the eighth first down of the night. Brady Sharbowski's in coverage. It's pretty good coverage. He's beat by maybe a step, but that throw from Ruggles was perfect. On the money, where only his receiver could get it. Joe McDonald had to lay out and get it. A true freshman diving out, making a great catch. And on first and five, I love the play action. Uh, call there by the offensive coordinator. And just like that, a big game puts the nose of the football down at the 20-yard line of Deckerville. Number 79, Quinn Henkes. Center leads the team up to the line. Tight end to the right. Wing back to the left. That would be Aiden Halliday. Ruggles in the shotgun. And it's going to be a handoff to Halliday right up the middle. Breaks three of one tackle. Drags three maroon jerseys with him all the way down to the 15-yard line. 
for a gain of five. Leading the way on the tackle was Peter Lamp, linebacker for Deckerville. Second down and five after a Halliday five-yard run. A hard-earned five-yard run, rugby-style play, just a bottleneck of players there around the football. And they eventually call the play dead. His forward progress stopped after a hard-earned five yards. 4.35 left in the third quarter. Deckerville 34, Sacred Heart 20. The Irish inside the red zone at Deckerville for the second time this quarter alone. 4.25, clock continues to roll. Sacred Heart in no hurry. And looks like we have a cramp, and this will be a, a, a timeout called by Sacred Heart as they had an injury, a cramp inside. That'd be Dan Castreva, starting lineman on both sides of the ball, nose guard and left guard for Sacred Heart. So there's one key element of their offensive line down with a cramp. Second down and five from the 15-yard line. Dave Hanson, what are we seeing Sacred Heart do here in the second half? Seems like they're running with, like you said, running with a purpose, but also you're starting to see those holes open up a little bit more. Yeah, you're seeing Halliday run with a purpose. He, he He's punishing guys that try to tackle him, and then they're taking care of the football. Ruggles makes some good decisions. They're handing the ball off. The read option is working. And then it helps that you complete a pass down the field. I, I think that Mount Pleasant could do more of that. I thought they could have and should have in the first half. Deckerville's daring. They're bringing everybody up five yards off the line of scrimmage. It's one-on-one -on -one coverage on the outside. And I know you'd need time, but you don't need a lot to throw that ball down the field and let your guy run underneath and go get it. And they're missing that element from this team from last year. They had a go-to receiver that caught almost 50% of the completions. I think just under 50 catches out of the 100 they completed last year. He graduated. They're looking for that replacement. They don't seem comfortable to have it, but Joe McDonald's a freshman, made a really nice catch there down the field. Keep an eye on him the rest of the game. So back up at it. Dan Castrema back up on his two feet. Stays in the ball game. Call a timeout so he can stay in the ball game. Correct. 421 in the third quarter. Both teams with just two timeouts left here in regulation. I form or man behind tailback behind Ruggles. That'd be Halliday. Handoff to Halliday right up the gut. Has one man to beat, and he's still short of the first down marker as Deckerville jumped out of their tackles. Leading the way was be Peter Lapp once again out of the linebacking core. Short of the first down by about two yards. Third down and two now. Yeah, Kostreva actually got pushed out of the way by Halliday, so he could try to keep going, but a little different there. Pistol formation. You actually Halliday line up right in the backfield and a direct handoff right to him. As they attack right behind Castrava, they get three yards. Third down and two to go as Mount Pleasant inches a little closer to that 10-yard line. 3.45 left in the third, 34-20. Deckerville hanging on to that 14-point lead. The Irish on the 12-yard line. Handoff to number three, Gabe Ruckles, quarterback keeper, excuse me, all the way down to the six-yard line, has the first down, move the chains. Tackle made by Cameron Stone, linebacker. First and goal for Ruggles and the Irish. Knocking on the door once again. He needed two, and that's all that Deckerville would let him have. Ruggles takes the direct snap, follows his pulling guard to the left side, and he's able to push ahead and battle for just enough to get a fresh set of downs. And now first and goal for the Irish. Gabe Ruggles gets the call in from his father at the sideline, runs back into the huddle. Three and a half to play in the third. Two possession ball games. Sacred Heart trying to make this a one possession ball game. 34 to 20, Deckerville leading. They're at the five yard line of the Eagles. Left side of your radio. Receiver wide to the right, that would be Brady Gruce. Ruggles 
Pitch out to the right side to number 13, Aiden Halliday, trying to find something there, and he's stood up in his second effort, getting down close to the goal line. He's down down to the one-yard line, continue to roll the clock. Second and goal from the one after a four-yard gain for Aiden Halliday. Hard-fought yards for Halliday. So He's a pretty tall guy, but change of direction is very quick. He, he was rolling to the right, back to the left, pivots again, goes back to the right, and he was able to turn nothing into about a four-yard gain with the football down right on the one-yard line. Dan Brown calling the play in for this defense, standing in their own end zone. Ball's at the one-yard line after an Aiden Halliday four-yard dive down to the goal line. Uh, with the way Halliday's running right now, I, I'd be shocked if they just don't put him right behind the quarterback and just directly just hand it to him and let him push the pile, and he's running that hard right now. Ruggles in the shotgun, keeps it for himself, trying to find a seam, and he's going to be stood up before that goal line. No gain on the play, maybe even lost a yard. Still at that one-yard line, though. Third down, goal to go from the one. Great stand there by Deckerville, not allowing any penetration in the middle there. You see the direct snap to the quarterback. Everybody else is supposed to be blocking, and Deckerville just does not budge. That play is not going to work, and uh, looks like they're going to forward progress. They're going to give him about half a yard as the football now is completely inside the one-yard line. Less than two minutes to play in the third quarter. Still 34-20, Deckerville by 14. Sagard Hart on the one-yard line, third and goal to go. Ruggles in the shotgun, man in motion, Halliday to his left side, hands it off to Halliday, has the block into the end zone, untouched, touchdown, Sagard Hart with a minute 33 left in the third quarter. It's down to a one-possession ball game. 34-26, Deckerville by eight points, but it's still a two-point conversion on the way. Yeah, nice drive there by Mount Pleasant. They come up with a much-needed stop, then they drive it down the field for a score to make this game interesting again. An eight-point game, two-point possession, or uh, opportunity on the way. Again, I, I that close to the red zone, that close to the goal line, I don't like all the motion and, and the, the moving handoffs, but Halliday's able to corral it. And then I'd like to see that running back just go right straight ahead in the end zone, but he kicks it outside, showcases that speed, and struts into the end zone. High snap for Ruggles, tries to find, and he tripped up in the backfield. Two-point conversion's no good. Leading the, the tackle there was Jack Lapp, brought him down by the shoestring in the shoe. Two-point conversion's no good, so it remains an eight-point lead for the Deckerville Eagles. A minute 33 left in the third quarter right here on the W. LW Sports Network. Four twenty-six. Sacred Heart scores for the second time this second half to bring it down to a one-possession ball game. The kick comes inbounds at the 17-yard line brought in by Willie Brown at the 15. Finds a seam, first through that tackle. He's at the 35 to the 40. Has no one beat, one man to beat. Down to the 40, to the 35, and he's tripped out of bounds at the 32-yard line, saving the touchdown was Joe McDonald on special teams from the what, the 15-yard, 19-yard line all the way into Sacred Heart territory at the 33. Awesome kick return by Willie Brown. Still trying to figure out why they're kicking it to him. Um, you could just bunt it across the 50 and let one of the up guys handle it. But uh, apparently uh, they're going to keep trying to stop him, and Willie Brown is going to continue to make him pay as now they get excellent field position yet again already down into the Irish 32-yard line to start this drive. 32-yard field to work with here. For the Deckerville Eagles leading by just eight points. They led at the half 34 to 14. 
That 20-point lead now down just to eight. Two-point conversions, both unsuccessful in the second half. Handoff to Willie Brown on from in the shotgun from Bowerman, and this one goes dives forward out across the 25, down to the 24-yard line. Tackle made by Joe McDonald out of the secondary. Is a gain of seven on the play, second down and three for the Eagles. Coach Wasting Brown. no time. Coach Brown back to attacking the outside with a sweep. Already the next drive. This one's handoff to Ethan Bowerman from Stone. Bowerman still on his feet, drags his defenders across the 10-yard line, down to the 8-yard line. Brought down by, once again, Joe McDonald out of the secondary. Deckerville wasting no time. No huddle here. Back at the line already. Cameron Stone. Under center, now we have timeouts called, and this will be the second timeout called by Sacred Heart as they had 12 men on the field still making substitutions through the offensive line there. So Sacred Heart just with one timeout remaining in this game, that could be critical here as we're still an entire quarter away. And that's the point of the no huddle. You, you basically aren't able to sub, so trying to do that is ju just a mistake at this situation. And uh, you get the veteran experience of Coach Brown, they found a hole and just – do not let them change. We're just going to continue to push it down the field. They're either going to let us score or they're going to have to burn a timeout. Either way, that's advantage, Deckerville. 56 seconds left here in the third quarter. And just after Sacred Heart in the second half. So here's how the second half has gone so far. Sacred Heart marches down the field 71 yards and eight plays for a score. Deckerville then gets the ball back. They cannot convert on fourth down, four and out for them. Sacred Heart then takes it 57 yards down the field for another score. And suddenly, just like that, when momentum swinging to the Irish, Deckerville finds themselves on the Sacred Heart eight-yard line. And it's that special teams. A kick return, just a shot of life right into this team. They just give up two straight scores out of the half. Normally one of the best teams coming out of the half, making adjustments. Come out with a 4-0, turn the ball over, and allow the other team to score twice. Just does not happen here in Deckerville. And all it takes is a Willie Brown big-time kick return, sparks this offense. They jump in the no huddle, and just like that, they're inside the 10 ready to score again. High formation. Cameron Stone pitches out to Ethan Bowerman, a little bit off kilter. Still on his feet, though. Flags fly, and we are going to have Bowerman down at the six-yard line, a gain of maybe a yard. And this is going to be a hold against the Eagles as three handkerchiefs are on the field. So repeat first down and goal to go. And instead of at the roughly the 10-yard line, they'll be pushed back to the 20. Yeah, it looks like they got Nicholas Ramey there uh, for a hold. But it all kind of started with a, a really high pitch to, to Bowerman. He's able to get it when he plants his feet from going up and getting that pitch. That's where Ramey created the hold. So that way Bowerman had a chance to assess the situation and turn it upfield. So that's going to cost him 10 yards, and they're going to be all the way back with the nose of the football touching the 20-yard line. So 10-yard penalty for the Deckerville Eagles. Just their fourth this evening. They have a total of 25 yards in yellow flags. First and goal from the 20-yard line of Sacred Heart. 42 seconds in counting here in the third quarter. Deckerville 35, Sacred Heart 26. It was a 20-point lead for Deckerville at halftime, 34-18. Now it's 34-26. Back to pass. Bowerman holds it himself, now throws it downfield. It is caught at the 15-yard line, brought down at the 14. Brought in by number five, Cameron Stone. Bowerman to the other quarterback this time. Move the, move the line marker down six yards. It's still a goal to go from the 14, second down. And he had his tight end in the flats, but that play would have probably gone for, I'm going to assume, no play. Pump fakes, gets a defender to go away, and then he hits Cameron Stone for five yards. So at least... It's poor progress, but still second down and long for Deckerville. It's just an eight-point ball game entering the fourth quarter. We've reached the end of the third quarter with a score of Deckerville 34. Sacred Heart 26 right here on the WLW Sports Network. 
on to the final quarter. 12 minutes around the board, 34-26. Deckerville still leading. They've never trailed in this ballgame. As they scored with 4.49 left in the first quarter, that was that interception in the end zone for the first score from Peter Lapp. Found the ball in his lap. And it was 8-0 from there. And then it was 8-8, 16-8, 22-8, 22-14, 28-14, at the half. Now it's 34-26. Deckerville facing a second and goal from the 14-yard line. Willie Brown breaks out of one tackle. Down to the five, into the end zone. Touchdown, Deckerville. From 14 yards out, Willie Brown finds the end zone. The first play into the fourth quarter, and Deckerville finds the end zone for the first time this second half. And they have now put 40 points on the board with the two-point conversion upcoming. They lead by 14, 40-26. Great individual effort there by Willie Brown. He, he was tackled in the backfield. They missed tackle. He's able to break out of it. And then as soon as he gets by him, showcases that quickness, that speed, and bursts into the end zone from 14 yards away. Going for two here, 11.53 left in the fourth, 40-26, to 26, trying to make this a 16-point ball game. A little bit low snap, Bowerman keeps for himself, down to the goal line, he's in, touched, two-point conversion's good. And it's now 42-26, 11.53 left in the fourth quarter on the WLW Sports Network. into the fourth quarter by just seven seconds. That last drive, four plays, 32 yards, minute 40 off the clock, capped off by a Willie Brown 14-yard run. Ethan Bowerman on the two-yard dive on a second effort into the end zone makes it 42-26. So the way this game's going, the the next team to not score is probably in trouble, and even if that's Deckerville, because if Mount Pleasant scores here and Deckerville doesn't, this game gets real interesting with not a lot of time left, but if Deckerville stops Mount Pleasant here. It's all done for Mount Pleasant. They lead by 16 points at home. 11.53 left in regulation. Bowerman's kick, high bounce, and it rolls out of bounds at the 27-yard line. So this will result in a flag. If it was Deckerville, they'd make him re-kick. Sacred Heart more than likely is going to take the yardage and start at the 35-yard line. I don't think I've seen so many kicks out of bounds as I have tonight. (laughs) Well, it's first for anything. And they're going to re-kick this one. Sacred Heart said, hey, it's worked well for you. Let's see if it works well for us. That's a free five yards and make him kick it again. But we, we know Bowerman can kick it better than that. If he wants to boom it, he certainly can. So they take the tee from the 40 down to the 35-yard line. Bowerman directing traffic has three men to the far sideline, four to the near sideline here, right to left across your radio. Deep back for the... Irish would be number two, Brady Groose. Kick comes in about the same spot, but inbounds to the 32-yard line, brought in by Aiden Halliday. Drags four defenders with him all the way out to the 48-yard line. Aiden Halliday is a 6'2", 192-pound sophomore, brought down by Deckerville Special Teams. First and 10 from the 48 of Sacred Heart. Yeah, I think if, uh, if I'm Deckerville... Might take a page out of our own playbook and kick it away from him as Potentially. well. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, arguably one of the best field position that Mount Pleasant has had on their own 48-yard line now. So, again, it's going to come down to which team can get a stop here. If Deckerville can get it, they're in the driver's seat. But Mount Pleasant has to score here if this game's going to stay interesting as time runs down. 
They started the 47 in the second quarter, and that resulted in a turnover on downs. Last time they started the 43, that resulted in a touchdown. Ruggles looking to pass on the screen pass of the near far sideline into Halliday's hands. This one is caught, and this is going to be a face mask against the Eagles. Gets down to the first down marker at the 42-yard line for a 10-yard catch for Halliday. And number five, Cameron Stone on the tackle. And this very well could be another five yards tacked on to the end of that. Yes, it is. And move the chains, plus five. I'm not sure if it was him or if it was Lap, but one of the two definitely grazed that helmet uh, as, as he went by. But uh, Deckerville had a chance there. They were in the backfield, and, and Ruggles, a uh, little dump pass right over top of that blitzing defender and drops it right into his favorite target, Aiden Halliday. And he does the rest. He's able to make a guy miss, uh, draws a five-yard penalty on top of that. And just like that, this drives on its way now the 42-yard line of Deckerville. 11.29 left and counting in the fourth quarter. 42-26, Deckerville by 16. The Irish at the Eagle 38-yard line. Quarterback keeper for Ruggles gets tripped up in the trenches, pushes out to the 35-yard line, tripped up by Tyler Knoll, defensive tackle. 5'11", 145-pound senior. Gain of three on the play, third down and seven. Excuse me, second down and seven for the Irish. Yeah, not much going there. That, that quarterback draw or quarterback keeper has not really has not worked well against this Deckerville defense but they, they're keeping them honest and call it a couple of times and I expect them to get it back into Halliday's hands here shortly receiver wide to the right that'd be Joe McDonald Ruggles in the shotgun has Halliday to his left in the wing back now in motion to the near sideline handoff to Halliday and he is upended right at the original line of scrimmage falls forward for a gain of a yard Making that tackle was Jack Lapp, defensive tackle, 5'7", 150-pound senior. Third down, six to go. It's, it's four down territory from Mount Pleasant, down two on the road in the fourth quarter. So don't need it all here on third down, but you certainly feel a lot more comfortable if you can get another four or five on this play. 10-19, clock counting down here in the fourth quarter. 42-26, Deckerville by 16. The Irish trying to cut down that deficit once again. Same formation. McDonald in motion to the far sideline. It's going to be a pitch forward to number two. Groose trying to find something in three. Maroon jerseys bring him down to the 30-yard line. Leading the way was Cameron Stone out of the linebacking core. Short of the first down marker after a three-yard gain. Fourth down and three for the Sacred Heart Irish. And great adjustment by Deckerville. Coach Brown, defense coordinator. They have taken away that shovel pass all of a sudden. It has not worked to the point where Mount Pleasant has has completely gone away from it. And they called it up here because it's been a while. Thought they'd get away with it. Not so fast. They only get three. Fourth down and three here for the Deckerville defense. The Irish trying to find something here. And Deckerville brings the blitz and brings Halliday down in the backfield back of the 33-yard line. Brady Sharbowski out of the secondary on the corner blitz brings him down for the loss. And their turnover on downs gives the ball back to the Eagles. I love it. Deckerville brings pressure. They said if they're going to beat us with a pass, so be it. But there's going to be a ton of pressure. He's going to have to make a decision quickly. And they catch him in a run. And if you remember earlier, on fourth down, they handed off to Halliday on every one of those situations. This time, Deckerville completely takes it away, swarms the backfield. And when Halliday gets that pitch, there's nowhere to go. And nothing but Eagles everywhere, forcing the turnover of downs. And now, watch this Deckerville offense come on the field with nine and a half to go in the game watch them burn some clock it's a handoff to ethan bowerman from cameron stone and he on a second and third effort gets down to the 38 yard line tackle made by gabe ruggles out of the secondary 
After a six-yard gain, second down and four, maybe a long five. 9.08 remains in the fourth quarter, and Deckerville's not going to stop this clock for anything. No, they're, they're going to milk this clock as much as possible. They, they will wait till the countdown begins before they snap the ball, and they're going to try to melt this clock for all it's worth. Sacred Hearts had the ball for over 21 minutes now, but when Deckerville's scoring with short fields and on special teams and on defense, that's going to be that way. 8.45 left in regulation. Still a 16-point lead for the Deckerville Eagles at home. I formation Cameron Stone under center from his own 38-yard line pitch out to Ethan Bowerman. As far as the first down, drags out of that defender into Mount Pleasant Sacred Heart territory. Changes hands, changes field. Catch him. Down to the 20, to the 15, the 10, the 5. He's in for the score. Ethan Bowerman from 62 yards out in for the score. And now it's Deckerville 48, Sacred Heart 26. 200 yards for Ethan Bowerman. In eight-player football, Clark, that's how you run the clock out. You go ahead and break free and score again, get a big 60-yard run, and make sure this game is completely un unable. Don't let the other team come back. There is no way they're going to line up for two and try to add on to this lead. So going for two, trying to make this a 50 to 26 point ball game. Deckerville scores on just two plays. Cameron Stone looking to pass, rolling to his right, down into the end zone is underthrown, but did he bring it in? Yes, he did. That was brought in by Brady Sharbowski. It is now 50 to 26, a 24 point lead for the Deckerville Eagles at home in the fourth quarter with 8.24 remaining on the WLW Sports Network. Lots of scoring in this one. 8.24 left in the fourth. It's 50 to 26. Deckerville leads back out to 24 points. They led by 20 at the half, 34 to 14, and now it's 50 to 26 after two straight scores from Sacred Heart to start the second half. Yeah, don't blink. It was that was an eight-point game just a couple minutes ago, and just like that, Deckerville flips the switch and they're up 24. And going for the squib kick of the for about 15 yards, and Sacred Heart has to leap on it. At the 37-yard line, that was number seven on special teams. Jason Bogue bringing that ball in. He's a six-foot, 183-pound freshman out there. First and ten for the Irish at their own 37-yard line. And it's still pretty good field position, really, with how, with how far Bowerman's been kicking it off at times. So it's a it's a pretty bleak opportunity with 8:20 to go, down three scores. But uh, for Mount Pleasant, if you can get one here, at least you can attempt an onside kick of some kind. But we saw it happen. We saw an outside kick recovered last week. Anything's possible, but in Deckerville, this team's rolling right now. They're they're ready to go to make a run here in the playoffs again this year. First and ten for the Irish from their own 37-yard line. Left or right across your radio. Ruggles on the shovel pass forward to Halliday. This one goes nowhere but about a half a yard forward. Tackle made by Peter Lamb out of the, out of the linebacking core. Second down and nine upcoming. Clock rolls, but we have an injury timeout on the field with 8-11 remaining. And that would be Aiden Halliday, who's suffered from some cramps earlier, and this one very well could be a little bit more than just a cramp. 
So we'll take a short break. We'll return in 30 seconds. It's Deckerville 50, Sacred Heart 26 on the WLW Sports Network. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. We're still here in an injury timeout. Aiden Halliday still on the field. They're bringing out the stretcher now. Never like to see this, especially with a young player like Halliday. Coaches are out there. EMTs from Sandlack EMS on site. As they continue to work on him, hopefully Halliday, Halliday is okay. Prayers go out to him and hoping that everything will turn out well. And we'll return here on the WLW Sports Network. 8-11 remains in the fourth quarter. It's Daggerville 50, Sacred Heart 26 on the WLW Sports Network. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. We're still in an injury timeout here as Aiden Halliday is being attended to by Sanilac EMS. They have the backboard out, on, have Halliday on the backboard trying to transfer him down to the stretcher to get to Deckerville Hospital here just a couple of blocks away. Hoping everything turns out okay for Aiden Halliday. In the meantime, let's go through some area scores. We have some finals already in the books with a, in games with a lot less scoring. In eight-player football last, we heard Genesee was leading Kingston at halftime 24-12. No word yet on that second half. Morris was leading Mayville 50-0 in the second quarter. Really no updates here in the second half at all. North Huron leading Bay City All Saints at halftime 36-0. In an 11-player football in the Greater Thumb Conference, Iowa Beach gets their first victory of the season, 54-8 over KPAC. KPAC scored in the second quarter, nothing else there. There's a running clock in the entire second half. It was 54-8 at the end of the third, 54-8 final. Sandusky falls to 0-2 as Marlette finds their first victory at home, 36-12. Marlette wins over Sandusky in Marlette, improves to 1-1 in of the season, Sandusky 0-2. No word yet on the Brown City-Memphis game. As, frankly, no stats or information ever comes out of the village, the community of Memphis, it seems. Lakers and Ubley, that game is tomorrow night in Ubley. Bad Axe improves to 2-0 on the season. The first time since 2001 improving to 2-0. They finished that year 7-3. They take out Cassidy. Shutout. 42-0 in Bad Axe. A big night for the Bad Axe Hatchets. USA was leading Caro in the second quarter, 44-6. And Reese was leading Vassar with a running clock entering halftime, 41-0. Reese over Vassar, no word on that second half, but more of the same is my guess. Dave Hansen here, Clark Ramsey, Doug, Doug Cole, Dan Banky with your call tonight from Deckerville, Michigan. 8-11 remains in the fourth quarter. It's currently Deckerville 50, Sacred Heart 26. We're in an injury timeout hold at the moment. Scary times. You hate to see this, especially with a young upcoming player like Aiden Halliday. Really has put this whole team on his back here in the second half. 17 carries, 155 yards, and two scores. And then three receptions for 16 yards on top of that. And he also has two returns for 29 yards on special teams. Punts the ball once and also has seven tackles, one tackle for a loss. And currently, EMS aiding to him, putting him in on a backboard, getting him on a stretcher to get him to the hospital to receive care and get an x-ray and potentially even an MRI here to see exactly what's going on. You hate to assume anything at this point. You hate to even guess what the potential injury is. It's just not not the best situation for any player, any opponent. Could be on your own team, could be on the other side of the ball. Hate to see it all together. We're going to take another short break. Deckerville leads by 24 points, 50-26, to 26, right here on the WLEW Sports Network. 
You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. Still in injury timeout here. Aiden Halliday of Mount Pleasant Sacred Heart. Irish up-and-coming player there for the for the opposing team tonight in the white jerseys from Sacred Heart, traveling all the way over from Mount Pleasant. 100 miles as the crow flies. Two-hour journey over to Deckerville here tonight. Impressive game we've seen so far this evening, Dave. Hate to see moments like this, and now they have him on the stretcher and going to get him on his way to the hospital to be taken care of. Uh, word is he is responsive. Word is that in that sense that is a good, good sign. And we will find out more details as the night progresses here with the 8-11 still remain in the fourth quarter. Yeah, it sounds like he can. He, he's, he's moving his, his extremities and things like that, so hopefully that's not a concern. But uh, they're taking every precaution, and rightfully so. And and uh, he gets a, a warm warm round of applause from the crowd as they, they get him up on the stretcher as they, as they roll him off the field. And so one of the newer things that you see, and they did it here as well, is you actually do not take the helmet off at all. You try and put the C collar on. You take the face mask off and then actually just tape the helmet right to the backboard, and it stabilizes everything there for, of course, the best opportunity to, re- to heal as fast as possible. Well, and, and certainly not to cause any more damage yeah, if exactly, there's any at all. Exactly. So. 8-11 remains in the fourth quarter. It's a 24-point lead for the Deckerville Eagles with 8-11 remaining in the fourth quarter. And Deckerville was in good position after that last touchdown, covering 68 yards in two plays, capped off with a 62-yard from Bowerman. Two-point conversion from brought in by Sharbowski for the catch makes it an eight-point play, 50 to 26. But now Sacred Heart back on offense at their own 37. Now out to the 38-yard line with that gain yard for a second and nine upcoming here. Now both teams stretching out. You hate to think the wind certainly been taken out of both teams' sails, especially Sacred Heart when you see that really the player who's really carrying the team in the second half uh, goes off to the hospital. Now you don't have him. You have an injury. You're thinking about him. What exactly are we going to see here? Yeah, this game's this game's probably already over with. Whether Halliday was healthy or not, uh, it was a very uphill climb with eight minutes to go and just one time out in your pocket. But uh, you really haven't seen Gabe Ruggles explode. I mean, he's he's had a good game passing, but they're they're shovel passes. Uh, I I got to imagine your your next guy up is 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 number two. Brady Groose would be my first thought is going to get a little more action. He showed some signs of some explosiveness. He had a, he actually was one of the guys that a touchdown called back. But this is just a tough spot. I mean, for Deckerville, they're up three scores, uh, ready to get out of here and get this game over with in their case. But uh, for, for Mount Pleasant, they, this is an opportunity down three scores. You're probably not winning this game. An opportunity to get some younger guys, some other guys, some, some needed game time reps. And uh, just to try to finish this game as competitive as possible, and then and they can worry about their teammate and hope the best for him. Uh, shout out to our, what I'll call our consultant of the WLW Sports Network, Mark O'Connell, who helps me in, uh, develop all of our Excel sheets for all of our stats. He's on the quest to find us a score from the Memphis Brown City game, <laughs> and he's not having much luck so far. Oh, man, and if he can't find it, I, no don't, one can find I, it. I don't think it exists. I, I'm confident that no one will find it if Mark McConnell certainly cannot. <laughs> As uh, over in Grand Rapids listening in, thank you for all of our listeners worldwide listening. We'd like to think we have someone listening in Istanbul, but highly likely not. But with 8-11 <laughs> remaining here in the fourth quarter, 
And gentlemen, I hate to break this to you right now, but if the game were to end right now, don't do it. Paul don't P. Adams, it. I'm being told to snap here. Paul P. Adams would take his second victory in the media round table uh, into and take a 2-0 lead entering week number three. And we've seen Doug Cole do this move many times and just throws the accelerator down for the rest of the season. It's a good spot to be in. You can sit in that four spot for a while. It's it's certainly an advantage. But uh, yeah, he, he made a good prediction tonight. But there's still eight minutes to go. Anything can happen yet. <laughs> okay. Not saying I'm rooting against Paul or anything, but <laughs> oh, the the interest never stops. Let's just put it that way. As we are still have just eight minutes remaining here in regulation. It's a 24-point lead for the Deckerville Eagles. Sacred Heart will be facing a second and nine from their own 38-yard line as both teams now coming back onto the field to try and salt this one away either way. So Aiden Halliday off to the hospital here in Deckerville, Deckerville Community Hospital. Community partner for decades here in the village of Deckerville. Great to see a small hometown rural community critical access hospitals stay a part of the mesh of the local community and exact moments like that that you like to see that you can go right down the street instead of down a few miles into Sandusky. Second down and nine. Sacred Heart back on the field. Their offense in the huddle. Deckerville ready to go as well. Working two yards inside the right hash. Right, left to right across your radio are the Sacred Heart Irish. Receiver wide to the left, that would be Joe McDonald. Gabe Ruggles in the shotgun. Man in motion, McDonald, and now we have flags. And this is going to be a false start against Sacred Heart. So instead of a second and nine, it'll be a second and 14. Push him back five yards. 7.48 left in the fourth quarter. Looked like the left end jumped a little too early over there with McDonald in motion. So. Coming back from the, the long delay, a five-yard penalty to start this drive for Mount Pleasant. Clock starts back up, 7.45 left in regulation, 50-26. to 26. Sacred Heart facing his second down, 14 to go at their own 33-yard line now. Receiver wide, McDonald once again, Ruggles in the shotgun. McDonald in motion. Same exact play here. High stamp over the head of Ruggles. Ruggles has to catch it, and now he's trying to make something out. Throws it downfield, and this one's overthrown, intended for Jason Bogue. Impressive that he was able to make anything out of that play at all. He had pressure coming from his backside there, and falls incomplete at midfield, and now a third down, 14 to go. Yeah, that, that ball took a, a pretty generous hop right back up into his arms, and he was able to roll out to the near sideline and throw it on the run, and actually had an open receiver down the field. It just overthrew him just a little bit, but uh, shows the effortless arm strength by Ruggles, and he hasn't really showcased it tonight. That, that was what we, we come to expect from this Mount Pleasant team, that he was going to be a gunslinging-type quarterback, but uh, he has not been asked to do that tonight and showed that he's certainly capable there and indeed. Sacred Heart facing a third and 14 from their own 33. They trail by 24 points with 7.19 left in regulation. Ruggles throwing downfield, and behind the defense, it is caught by Joe McDonald into Deckerville territory, moved the chains, tracked down by Willie Brown in the secondary, but not until from the 33 all the way down to the Deckerville 40-yard line, a 27-yard catch and pickup for the Sacred Heart Irish. Pretty nice throw and catch there, trusting that his receiver would be in a spot, throwing to an area, and uh, Joe McDonald runs underneath it, hauls it in. And 
Willie Brown makes the tackle, but not after a big gain of 27 yards. First and 10 from the Deckerville 40-yard line for the Irish. Receiver wide to the right. That's McDonald who just brought in that 37-yard reception. Ruggles in the shotgun. Man in motion to the right. That's and his same exact play in the going down hot route is incomplete for Joe McDonald going right down to the end zone. Gets down to about the 20-yard line. Falls incomplete at the 25. Pressure coming from Deckerville defense again. Incomplete. Second and 10. Oh, pressure coming from everywhere. So Ruggles did what I think is the right thing. He threw it away. That, that was a, I mean, if Joe McDonald turns around, I think there's an opportunity for an adjustment to be made while the ball's in the air and make a completion. But he threw it to an area where his receiver was close enough to it. He wouldn't get intentional grounding and made sure he didn't take the sack also. So just gets rid of the ball safely to live to see second down and 10. Second 10 from the Deckerville 40-yard line. 6.52, clock stopped with that incomplete pass. Same formation, two yards inside the right hash. Ruggles. Has Groose in motion, handoff to Groose. Pushes forward the pile all the way down to the 36-yard line. Gained four on the play. Tackle made by Jack Lapp. Defensive tackle for the Eagles. Third down, six to go from the 36 of Deckerville. It's four down territory, so try to get half if you can. Second down, third down, and six to go. Ball at the 41-yard line of Deckerville as this clock rolls under six and a half minutes to go in the game with Deckerville leading 50-26. to 26. I would like to think, based on just the composure and, and history of Ruckles, he has the ability to throw downfield. We have not seen it yet. Potentially, this is the, what's missing in their playbook so far. He's made two really nice on-the-money throws to McDonald tonight. I, I'm surprised they haven't attempted it more. A pitch out to McDonald, and he's going to be met in the backfield by Willie Brown back at the 37-yard line for a loss of two on the play. And now Sager Hart facing a fourth down, eight to go in Deckerville territory. And Deckerville defense just swarming the football. The, the pressure, they have it dialed up to 10. They, they're bringing everybody. They, they don't, they're not even worried about a pass attempt at this point. And even if Ruggles isn't the guy to make the big throw, Deckerville's daring you to do it, and at some point you almost have to attempt, for better or worse, and it might be this situation right here. But now Deckerville knows it could be coming. Groose in motion to the left, looking to pass, rolling to his left downfield, and this one's going to be underthrown and is out of reach from Joe McDonald at the 17-yard line. And that is going to be a turnover on downs after a fourth and eight incompletion. And Deckerville back on offense at their own 38-yard line. Knowing the pressure was coming, when Ruggles got the ball and planted his foot, he probably should have put some air under it and thrown it out there and asked McDonald to go get it. But when he didn't, then he rotated to his left and had to throw across his body. That's why the ball comes up short. McDonald sees it, tries to adjust to the ball, but we saw it a couple times tonight. Foot slides right over underneath him. He falls to the ground just like the football does. And Deckerville will defense stands again. We'll take over with 5.19 to go in the game. 5.19 remains at the 38-yard line. Deckerville on their own side of the field, leading by 24 points. 5.19 remains. Handoff to number six, Peter Lapp on the carry. He's across midfield to the 45 and breaks free. One tackle and across the 40 and finally forced out of bounds at the 38-yard line. Forced out of bounds by C.J. McMahon, the defensive end who finally tracks him down. After a huge gain from the 38 across midfield down to the other 38-yard line for a 24-yard pickup for the new running back. Yeah, nice gains, first carry of the game, and he absolutely explodes with a great run. You'd like to see him stay in bounds there, but nonetheless, a great run by Peter Lapp. 
So flip the fields into Sacred Heart territory. 5.05 remains in regulation. Clock continues to roll, leading by 24 points. Well, everyone has a curfew tonight, so they're going to keep the clock rolling. I like it. Cameron Stone gets the call in from head coach Bill Brown, runs back into the huddle. Tigerville suddenly in no hurry. They've led every moment of this game. They've never trailed, I should say. First and 10. Inside Sacred Heart territory, the 38-yard line left hash. Stone hands it off to number six, Peter Lapp. Once again, has a big run in front of him down to the 20 and finally tackled forward down to the 19-yard line. A 19-yard pickup tackle made by Joe McDonald out of the secondary. Peter Lapp moves the chains once again. Just a huge hole for Peter Lapp to run through that offensive line, just clearing white jerseys right out of the way, and Peter Lapp explodes through the line of scrimmage and turns it upfield for a great game. Mark McConnell comes through. Memphis wins with a game-winning field goal. Memphis 23, Brown City 20. A field goal wins the game for Memphis. That's got to be Memphis's first greater thumb Conference, win, I, I think so. That I, very well may be. I don't know if they've beaten any greater thumb conference team since coming over a few years ago. We will, A few years ago? Yeah, well, whatever. About it was. a decade ago now. Jeez. First and 10 for the Deckerville Eagles, 355. Left in regulation, 50 to 26, Deckerville by 24, and it's another handoff to number six. Peter Lapp has positive yards, and he's going to be stood up at the 17-yard line, maybe the 16 after a four-yard gain. Tackle made by Jason Bogue for the Irish. Second down, six to go. It's another easy four yards for Deckerville as Lapp goes straight ahead into the defense, and Bogue is able to upend him and stop his forward momentum. So Deckerville taking all the time they possibly can off this clock. They currently lead by 24 points. And still in the huddle from Bill Brown. Second and six from the 16-yard line of Sacred Heart. Deckerville in the red zone. 3.05 left in regulation. 50-26, to 26, and his quarterback keeper right up the middle on that second and six. Is that Cameron Stone? Yes, sir. Yes, yes it, it is. is. <laughs> and the Deckerville center made the tackle, technically. And coming back into the huddle. It's, it's amazing how he does that on second down, and it's, it's three yards almost every time. Third down, four to go. Inside the 15, down to the 13-yard line now. I think Deckerville is looking for a first down, and then they can uh, kneel their way out of this game. Memphis won in 2013 against Sandusky and Brown City. So they have won in the Great Rhythm Conference. That was their second game in the conference. Handoff to Peter Lapp, and all the way down inside the five, down to the two-yard line. Move the chains, Peter Lapp, for the third time in this drive alone. Tackle made by Dan Kostreva. Off the front line for the Irish first and goal for Deckerville. 2.09 remains and counting here in the fourth quarter, waning moments as Deckerville's going to try and tack on another score. Mark McConnell comes through. Comes through. I, should should have known. Great work, Mark. Pretty sure he had the tea leaves out to find that one somewhere, but regardless, appreciate him doing his due diligence. Memphis wins with a game-winning field goal over Brown City, 23-20. to Coaching staff for Deckerville hustling up. 
And there's going to be a flag and delay of game against the Eagles. So instead of a first and goal from the three, it's going to be a first and goal from the eight with 94 seconds remain in this game. Yeah, they're just going to kneel this clock out and end this game with a victory on their home field. So Dak on five penalty yards. No one's really too concerned about that. 50 to 26, Deckerville. Deckerville themselves were a little concerned coming to this ball game how they would come out of the shoot, especially against a high potent offense like Sacred Heart. After not playing last week due to that forfeiture win down in Auburn Hills against Oakland Christian. But it certainly did not show. A defensive touchdown will certainly get you going quickly. And they really didn't stop from there. Uh, their, their offense was, was good too. It was just outshadowed by a defensive score, a special team score. Great field position all night. And down yes. to under a minute, waiting for the play clock. Get down, and they take a knee. And Deckerville will then go on for another snap here and go on for another genuflect offense here. Bill Brown instructing them, trying to get down under five seconds off the play clock so they can get under as many seconds as possible. As you can hear, Bill Brown instructing his young team how to go through a victory formation. First time you Got to learn somehow. 29 years at the helm for Bill Brown. This will be his 225th victory in 305 games. Is that good? I, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. That's so There's good. There's another kneel, and this is final. Deckerville improves to 2-0 and on the season. They take out the Irish 50-26 to at home in their first home game of the season. Final score, Deckerville 50, Sacred Heart 26 in week number two of the regular season. Labor Day is upon us. Week number three is on the cusp, and you're listening to the WLW Sports Network. Deckerville 2-0 on the season in eight-player football right here on the WLW Sports Network, your home for high school football. We'll return in three minutes to wrap this thing up from the banks of the Black River. Final score, Deckerville 50, Sacred Heart 26. Final score, 50-26. to 26, The Deckerville Eagles improve to 2-0 on the season as they take out Mount Pleasant, Sacred Heart, the Irish. And Dave Hanson, how about you tell us how we got to this 50-26 to 26 final score? Well, let's start with that halftime, Clark, as we left you. Deckerville had the lead 34-14, but Mount Pleasant comes out firing 39-yard touchdown run by Aiden Halliday on a fourth and seven play. The two-point fails. But Deckerville would lead 34-20. to 20, And then after a four and out, Mount Pleasant would score again. Another one-yard run, this time by Halliday. Deckerville's lead cut down to eight with 1.33 to go. And that's how the third quarter would end, an eight-point game. But Deckerville turns on the Jets. Brown scores on a 14-yard TD run. Bowerman tacks on the two-pointer. Deckerville retakes the lead, or extends the lead, excuse me, 42-26. And then Bowerman shuts the door with a 62-yard touchdown run. Two-point pass is good. All of a sudden, Deckerville leads 50-26 with 8.24 to go. And that's 
how your game would end. A couple fourth quarter scores by Deckerville to ensure the lead and the win for their first full win of the season. Yes, full win in regulation. In regulation win uh, with the forfeiture last week. Very strong showing, though, by Deckerville tonight. Deckerville ends up with all-purpose yards here tonight. 54 plays on total for 563 yards this evening. That includes, of course, the special teams, and they average over 10 yards per play. On offense, Deckerville had 49 plays for 356 yards. That's an average of seven and some change per play. 42 carries for 334 yards and four scores, average eight yards per carry. And passing the ball, 5 of 7 for 22 yards and a score. And, of course, they had that kick return and for 79 yards from Willie Brown. Ethan Bowerman, 19 carries, 200 yards and two scores. He carried the ball 45% of the time tonight. Willie Brown, 14 carries, 72 yards. Peter Lapp, 4 carries, 58 yards. Gage Mills, 1 carry for 3 yards. And Cameron Stone, 4 carries for 1 yard. Passing the ball. Cameron Stone, two for two for 13 yards and a score. Ethan Bowerman, three for five for nine yards. Receiving the ball, Ethan Bowerman, one reception for 11 yards, and that was a score. Cameron Stone, one reception for six yards. Connor Palmer, two receptions for three yards. And Tyler Knoll, one reception for two yards. Impressive outing from the Deckerville Eagles. Oh, no question about it. Uh, They could beat you in many ways, but just know that this offense runs through Bowerman and Brown. Uh, Those guys are the lead horses. And uh, they showcased their skills tonight. They were all over the field. On Mount Pleasant Sacred Heart, the Irish's side, they ran a total of 50 plays on offense for 368 yards. They actually had 12 more yards on offense than the Deckerville Eagles, but it on one more play, but not much to show for it. 33 carries for 203 yards and two touchdowns, but one fumble, which is very early in that ballgame. Passing the ball, 11 of 17 for 165 yards, two touchdowns, but one interception. Those two turnovers tonight costing 368 yards altogether. Special teams, seven plays on those kickoffs for 79 yards. And all-purpose, 57 plays for 447. Six penalties for 40 yards. Two of those penalties negated a long touchdown run. Could that have changed the outcome? Uh, absolutely, because this, this, this sure. game would have never been more than one score away. Those touchdowns were crucial. And talk about the momentum change. But, to, yeah, and then you look at your total offense. They, they ended up with 368 yards of offense. Mount Pleasant did. There's an easily another 100 yards of offense that were taken away on those two plays due to some holding calls. So uh, this Mount Pleasant team is talented. They're pretty good. I, I, mean, I don't think they're going to win a state championship by any means. But this Deckerville team's good, too. And you could tell it was their first game. They had some, uh, some hiccups. But... Uh, now, it's not very often they give up almost 400 yards of offense either. So I think they'll tighten that up. That's what they'll count on. But they, but that offense, though, was steady tonight. They weren't, they weren't super creative, weren't super sexy by any means, but they get the job done. They beat you up the middle with running plays, and when you least expect it, you'll see that running back leak out of the backfield for that 15-yard pass. And you got to love what they do moving Bowerman around. Uh, that's really the – the answer there is they want to limit the carries at running back. They don't want the true bell cow, the guy that gets 40 carries anymore. So if Willie Brown's going to get the first 15 or 20, they decided they want Bowerman to get the other 15 or 20, where Cameron Stone plays an important role of running the offense when that happens. And I think that makes this team quite dangerous. It's going to make them deeper, make them healthier. Again, but 19 carries for Bowerman, 14 for Willie Brown. That's a really nice number for both of those guys. Deckerville on defense had 44 tackles, four tackles for a loss, one interception, and one touchdown and one fumble recovery. 
That's a solid outing for the defense tonight. Seven penalties for 40 yards on the evening. Sacred Hart, three tackles for a loss and 39 total tackles. Just one tip pass, no fumble recoveries, no interceptions, no sacks, no touchdowns. Leading the way for the Deckerville defense, Peter Lapp with eight tackles, one interception. Tyler Knoll, eight tackles. Jack Lapp also with eight tackles, one tackle for a loss. And then Ethan Bowerman at seven tackles and one fumble recovery. C.J. McMahon, 10 tackles for the Irish defense, one tackle for a loss for three yards. Gabe Ruggles, eight tackles, one tip pass. Aiden Halliday, seven tackles, one tackle for a loss. And Joe McDonald, four tackles. I think you already kind of uh, mentioned our, our player of the game tonight. And it, it, it's gonna it's a close race, but it's got to go to Ethan Bowerman. He, just, he played so well in so many different areas of the game. At leading rusher with 200 yards, a couple scores on the ground. He caught a touchdown. He completed three of five passing. Uh, he had a couple nice returns. He averaged 23 yards of return uh, on kick returns. He even punted the ball once for 51 yards. That's a pretty darn good <laughs> average. And he led the team in tackles most of the game. He did not play on defense most of the fourth quarter. Put some one tackle out of the tackle lead, but uh, it, it's pretty safe to say he does windows too. And uh, he's, he's our choice for player of the game tonight. So congratulations to Ethan Bowerman, the Thompson Chevrolet player of the game. If you're looking for a new model vehicle, look no further than the north end of Ubley. Find new roads at Thompson Chevrolet. Dave Hansen, final thoughts here from Deckerville, Michigan. Uh, and always got to thank Deckerville. They're great hosts. And they, yes, always, they are. They always put on a, a, an excellent show for us. And uh, the Deckerville Eagles look like a, a team to be aware of in eight-player football. And uh, they certainly have some things to do to get better, but this team is very good. You're going to watch out for them. Fun to follow them the rest of the year. And uh, my final thought is uh, my thoughts and, and prayers and all of ours go out to, uh, to Aiden Halliday and hope the best for him and hope it's more precautions and not nearly as, as terrible as it looked out there. Yeah, always precautions take a measure there, and it's always good to see the, the staff on hand from the EMS and the crews and the Deckerville staff and, of course, the Sacred Heart trainers and staff and everyone here, Zach Brown, the trainer for uh, Sacred Heart on site. Uh, they're immediately trying to get that service and aid to him right away and hope things are great. Uh, turn out well, I should say, for Aiden Halliday over at Deckerville Hospital right now being checked out. We'll keep you posted if we do find out anything, but our prayers go out to him and his family and, of course, the entire team, and they'll bounce back next week. Our next broadcast will be Cassidy at Lakers next Friday after Labor Day. And tonight's broadcast was brought to you by Thumb Sailor and Agar Valley Services, DS Services of Cass City, Kodak Radiator and Air Conditioning of Maddox, Rainey's Hunting Center, the Heron Daily Tribune, Home of the Prep Zone, North Star Bank, here on Auto Parts, Countryside, Sales and Service, Apsey Funeral Home, Stone Insurance Agency of Deckerville, and Sure Health. Better health, better life, are you sure? So on behalf, on behalf of our entire broadcast team here tonight, Dan Banky, spotter, best in the business, Doug Cole, director of sports information, best statistician you will ever meet, Dave Hansen, in-game analysis, keeping us busy all night, and I'm Clark Ramsey, producer and host of this broadcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's game. It was a thriller start to finish. Deckerville wins 50-26, to taking out the... Irish of Mount Pleasant, Sacred Heart, improves to 2-0 on the season. Like I said, we'll be on air next Friday from Laker Country at 6 p.m. as the Cassidy Redhawks roll to town. Until then, have a great holiday weekend. We'll see you next Friday. This has been a presentation of the WLEW Sports Network, powered by Agri-Valley Services, on Sports Radio 102.1 FM, and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com.
Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search for WLEW Sports. Your home for high school football is the WLEW Sports Network.